everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. It's me, Kelly O, and today I'm talking about the top 10 mistakes people make when they try to go keto. And I'm telling you, I hear it all the time. I see it all the time. I'm going over this stuff constantly with new clients I take on. I'm having these conversations constantly with people online, or this is stuff that I just observe. Um, Frankly, I see it a lot on Facebook. Um, I see a lot of conversations about keto with people I know on Facebook. And, you know, sometimes these are just conversations I'm not necessarily a part of. And I'll see people going back and forth where they'll, they'll post something you know, where they've said they've not had a good experience with keto, keto doesn't work, um, keto sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then I see all the comments where people chime in and, you know, they'll agree. This doesn't work. It sucks. It's so dumb, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just, you know, I chuckle uh, because again, obviously, if you're tuning into this show, if you've been following me on social media for a while, Hopefully, you know that I firmly disagree. If you're new and this is the first show you're listening to, let me give you a spoiler alert, but not necessarily a spoiler, a spoiler so that you have context for the show. Um, I went keto after being the most skeptical person on the planet about keto. So I used to be one of those people. I used to be one of those people that thought keto was a joke. I used to be one of those people up until about six, seven months ago who was, who was like, okay, babe, keto's for you, but I'm never going to go keto. I just, I thought keto was like Atkins. It was like the cabbage soup diet. It was something that you did because you you didn't take fitness seriously. You weren't into health and fitness. It wasn't for le- the legit people. That's what I thought about keto. But six, seven months ago, let's see, I'm recording this in January, 2022. So about seven months ago, uh, on June 1st is when I officially started 
my keto. I, I really started kind of dipping my toe in the water in May, but let's just say for official uh, purposes, I, I went keto on June 1st, 2021. And in that six month period, I lost uh, 27 pounds and 35 inches. And I'm 52 years old. I recorded my podcast last week. And in that podcast, didn't I say to you guys, I said, I think I've hit my goal weight. And I weighed myself yesterday, you guys. I not only hit my goal weight, I surpassed my goal weight. So I'm one pound below my goal weight. I'm 137. My goal was to hit 138. I'm 5'5", age 52. And the truth is, I'm still losing. That sounds weird to say. Like, as if I'm recording this podcast and I'm losing weight. It's, you know, I'm losing weight as I'm recording. But what I mean is, I just know that I'm not done losing weight. And I also know keto is a lifestyle for me. I don't plan on like, I'm not saying to you guys, oh, I'm done. My body is exactly where I want it to be. I'm finished. And now I'm going to go back to eating the way I was. Number one, I've never, I've never considered this to be a diet. I just didn't. Once it started working and working so well for me, and that really is a conversation I haven't had yet with my doctor, but I think I think there's probably an element of fear for me if I'm keeping it real with you guys. Like, what would that look like for me if all of a sudden I started eating bread and pasta and sandwiches? I have no idea. I would like to know what that, just out of curiosity, I would like to know what that means. But I still have an, a really serious insulin problem, you guys. I just had my consult uh, with my doctor this this past week with my blood work. Now, here's something else that's exciting that I want you guys to know about. I just had my consult with my doctor this past week. Dr. Harper, da-da-da-da, is going to be on the show. Um, she is going to be an interview. We're going to do an hour-long interview. And so you are going to get to hear from my doctor who I will interview her to explain, you know, have, have her explain why, like, so you can understand like why my, me as an example, why was my body not able to lose weight? Like, why does that happen? And then we'll talk about why keto works, like why it's not just a diet. Like, why does it work so well for women age 40 plus? You've heard it in my words, but I'd rather have her explain it. And then you'll understand why I'm such a girl fan, obviously. Um, So that's exciting. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you tell all your friends. That's going to be coming up here in the next couple of weeks. I I should say in the next few weeks, because I'm not quite sure of the date that we'll record. So um, stay tuned. But it's coming up very, very soon. Um, So let's, let's get to the meat of the subject here. No pun intended. Again, for for those of you who are new, I've lost a significant amount of weight. Obviously, it's been a wonderful transformation. But again, if you're new and you haven't been following me, the key point to remember or to note is that before I lost this weight, truly, for the better part of like eight years or more, I had been on the struggle bus when it came to weight loss. I had been working out six, seven days a week. I'd been in a caloric deficit, 1600 calories. I had been, and when I say working out, I mean, I'm talking about like working out with a trainer at Gold's Gym four days a week, the other two days a week doing 60 to 90 minute workouts. I'm talking about advanced 
you know, lifting heavy. I'm not talking about like prancer size. Okay. I was working and working out hard, training hard, you know, eating clean, shopping at whole foods, you know, organic grass fed, all of that chugging, you know, all the protein I could counting my macros, doing everything I could. And I couldn't lose weight no matter how hard I tried. You guys, I even did HCG with my last doctor. I mean, the injections, eating 500 calories a day. And even though I did have what appeared to look like a a significant body composition change, I only lost two pounds on the scale. So at that time, that was in 2017, in May of 2017. Remember, I was eating 500 calories a day I was taking HCG injections. I went from 161, 161 pounds to 159 pounds. That tells you how resistant my body was to losing fat, okay? And I was still working out every day because my doctor at the time was like, uh, why are you working out? Do you, how are you working out? How do you have any energy? I'm like, because I would do anything to lose weight and I couldn't lose weight. I did have a body composition change. Um, It did appear that I'd lost weight, but all I'm telling you is I tried and no matter what, I I just was always 20 to 25 pounds overweight. I was always uncomfortable in my body. I was always avoiding the beach. I was always like, when am I ever going to feel comfortable? When am I ever going to feel comfortable in a bathing suit? When am I ever going to feel comfortable naked? When am I ever going to not feel like my bra is not digging into my back? When am I ever going to, I always felt like I was fidgeting in my clothes. I always felt like I was fidgeting, fixing my, you know, moving my pants around because nothing ever felt comfortable. I never felt comfortable in my clothes. And I, I get, I can guarantee you that a lot of ladies are listening to this, that they can relate. So that's my past. For those of you who are new, for those of you who have been listening and for a while, you can relate. Now, let's dive into the top 10 mistakes because for those of you who have been bashing keto, are skeptical of keto, for those of you who are on Twitter who have clicked on this link and go, keto sucks, this isn't a lifestyle, it's not sustainable, you know, let me just tell you, I cannot tell you how many people that I have coached personally, and when I say I I coach people, like, here's the deal. Um, at this moment in time, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I a certified personal trainer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm not a nurse. I'm just somebody who has personal experience and I really know what I'm doing. And I know how to, I, I know how to, in this area, help people and, and catch them when they're doing the wrong things. And I've had enough people, I started with with people who were my close friends, who would come to me and they saw my success and they were like, Kelly, what are you doing? I've tried keto, it didn't work for me. And I started asking them, you know, this, this certain questions that I am going to go over here. And everybody had the same answers and everybody was making the same mistakes. And so then I started kind of like informally coaching via text, you know, my friends. And then I took on a few paying clients, you know, where I was just like, okay, here's the deal. I I made an offer. I said, anybody who becomes a customer of mine, 
um, my Modere customer um, or my ketones customer, I'm like, here's the deal. If you become a customer of mine, I'll offer free coaching via text. Like, because here's what I know. Everybody just needs that day-to-day accessibility to ask questions. You know, nobody really needs me to develop workout plans for them. Nobody needs me to um, tell them what their macros are necessarily. Or Like, that's not the kind of coaching I'm talking about. People just, when they go keto and, and they are at this phase, they have, so, I did, they have so many questions, particularly the first four to six, maybe four to eight weeks. And that's really where I can provide a lot of assistance because there's a billion questions. People have questions about alcohol. People have questions about carbs. People have questions about sauces, about eating out, um, about, you know, just very specific foods, about intermittent fasting, about, you know, what do I do at this party, blah, 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 blah you know, and, and that's where I provide a a lot of assistance. I, I think it's really a lot like training wheels, getting people into the groove so they can do it on their own. But I can tell you this, I have helped so many women who have said to me, I tried keto. It didn't work for me. I tried keto and I didn't lose any weight. I tried keto and I ended up gaining weight. Very like, Comments like that, they came to me, they gave me a chance. All of those women have now lost more than 25 pounds, all of them. So what I can tell you is when I say these are the top 10 um, mistakes people make with keto, they're the top 10 mistakes people make with keto. Let's dive in. And then, of course, all of this is going to be in the show notes over at thekellyoshow.com. So you can head on over there. I would love to know if you've made any of these mistakes. And then, of course, you know, if you want, if you want help or um, if you have further questions about going keto and you think that this might be for you, reach out. Let's, let's talk. So the first and biggest one, that uh, first biggest keto mistake. Um, now, again, these are my opinions. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm, I feel absolutely unapologetic about these. Net carbs. I think net carbs is a joke. I don't know who made this up. I think it's the dumbest idea ever. Um, I saw somebody post something the other day and he was like, oh my God, here's this great Chick-fil-A sandwich and it's a breaded Chick-fil-A sandwich. I just take off the bun and I add this sauce and pickles on it and it's great and it only has 11 net carbs. And I, I just, I'm looking at this sandwich and all I'm thinking about is this is a breaded chicken sandwich. When you are looking at a sandwich that's breaded, okay, breaded to you, I don't know about you guys, this is pretty simple. Breaded is bread, which is bread. But what are you guys thinking about when you think about the whole point of going keto is to, here's the deal. The whole beauty of going keto is the reason that it works so wonderfully and it can be so dramatic is, is that it will help. It helps you lose weight because it's removing all of the things that trigger an insulin response. And most women, okay, now it doesn't mean that this can't apply to men, but most women who are going into these perimenopausal years, the years where your hormones are getting all fucked up, okay, you're, you're automatically, I learned, 
getting insulin issues or, or insulin resistance. I didn't know that, but I've been dealing with insulin resistance for quite a while. So if you have insulin resistance, you should not, you should really be watching your carbs. You should be, really be watching your sugar. You should really be, you know, doing something close to keto or keto. Okay. So net carbs to me is just nonsense because what it does is it gives people this huge window where they can play in an area where they shouldn't be playing. They can be eating things like cookies and donuts and, oh, but it only has this many net carbs. It, it, it allows them to eat fake foods and fast foods that have, have allowed companies and manufacturers to take advantage of this net carb nonsense to go, oh, well, you know what? We just added a bunch of fiber into this so that people can go, well, because there's so much fiber in it, you know, if there's normally 50 carbs, but we added a bunch of extra fiber, we added 17 grams of fiber. Now there's only 33 carbs. But guess what? There's still a lot of carbs in there. It's just more fiber. And that just means you're going to be overwhelmingly bloated because you're getting an overload of fiber. And usually it's fake fiber. Like it's not even like normal fiber. So to me, when somebody's posting, in that case, this picture of a Chick-fil-A breaded sandwich, and they're going, this is so great. It's only 11 net carbs. I'm like, how are you looking at a breaded chicken sandwich and thinking like, do you know one of the things that I used to obsess about before I went keto? Boneless buffalo wings. Do you know what I don't eat anymore? Boneless buffalo wings. Why? Because they're breaded. Breaded. Bread. Breaded has the word bread in it. When you're keto, you sh- in my opinion, you shouldn't be worried. You shouldn't be eating anything that has breading in it. That's kind of counter to the whole promise or premise of keto. And if you're doing that, you're pretty much being a dumbass. You're pretty much not doing keto if you're having things with breading in it. Okay? Like try to try to think about what keto is and why and why it can be good for your body. Because if you're doing the net carb thing, in my opinion, you're really you're doing the the polar opposite of what this diet is and why it can be so good. And I hate saying the word diet because this really can be a lifestyle change and it can completely transform your entire life. Trust me. Number two, short timelines. Do you know how many people I see that will quote unquote go keto for a week? I literally had a woman and she and her husband, I I saw them on, on Facebook and I would not be surprised if she listens to this podcast and comes back and says to me, were you talking about me on the, and, and I will say, yes, I actually was. You know, and she, she, she and her husband, I don't know, they decided to go keto and she was asking me all of these questions about keto. And then they were following this guy on YouTube who she obviously thought was more of an expert about keto than I was. And yet she was coming and asking me questions privately about keto and I offered her my keto quick start guide and she's like, oh, well, that's okay. We're going to, we're going to go with this guy on YouTube. And I'm like, I wanted to say like, why are you bothering me then? And asking me all these questions. If, if this guy's more of an expert than I am. And it turns out they ended up buying a bunch of supplements from this guy that made them very ill. And, um, then they went on Facebook and, and said, oh, keto doesn't work. And keto made us sick. 
and all, and all of these people were jumping in and going, oh my God, don't, no diet that, that cuts out fruit can be good for you. And I, again, I was like, how long were you doing this? Like two weeks? And, and now you're saying it doesn't work be, just because of this person's approach to it. And you're like, you literally were on it for like five minutes. Like, I can't tell you how many people I know that will quote unquote go keto for five minutes or five days. Number one, it's usually they haven't done it long enough. Number two, they didn't even do it the right way. Come on, people, like give it longer and and give it the right approach. Number three, not counting calories. This is a huge one. I see it all the time. Um, you can't just go keto, just like you can't just go paleo, just like you can't just eat clean. You have to be in a caloric deficit. You have to count your calories, period. Number four, not counting your macros, particularly when you first start going keto. This was very, 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 very helpful for me in the beginning was counting my macros. People, I know it's a pain. I know it adds some time. But start using MyFitnessPal and tell yourself you're going to do it for like two weeks. You might not need two weeks, but you will probably surprise yourself. I remember being surprised at things like green beans, how many carbs they had in them. Things that I was like, I used to think, oh, it's green beans. Like I can have a whole can of green beans. No, I can't. Um you start to learn how your carbs add up. If I'm only supposed to have 50 grams of carbs a day, you will learn how to map out your day and map out your foods. It is really important to count your macros, particularly in the beginning when you first go keto. Okay. Hugely important. Number five, not knowing the rules or following stupid, dumb rules. So a, again, a lot of people, um, have assumptions about keto that are untrue. I have people write to me all the time. They'll see me post a picture of when I'm out to breakfast with my husband and I'm having an omelet with hash browns and they go, what are you doing eating potatoes? I thought you were keto. I'm like, uh, I am keto, but you're eating potatoes. I'm like, yes, I am not quite sure you're understanding. Like, there's not a Bible out there that says you're not allowed to have potatoes. People say the same thing to me about rice. People say the same thing to me about alcohol. People say the same thing to me about this or that. Now, again, I'm coming at this from, this is the way I've approached keto. Um, my understanding is, you know, keto is much more about your macros, you know, how, how many grams of carbs you're supposed to have versus a quote unquote diet approach like paleo, which definitely is more about these foods are not allowed. These foods you do not have. In those cases, like, you know, if you saw somebody who said they were paleo and they were eating bread, you'd probably look at them and go, wait a minute, you're paleo? Why are you eating bread? You know, that would be a little bit more appropriate. But a lot of people follow really rules that don't exist about keto, which is silly. Um, or they think that there are rules out there that aren't there and that, and then they, they don't go keto because they're like, well, I'm not going to go keto because I can't have potatoes or I can't have rice or I can't have alcohol. They don't even know what they're talking about. Really, really silly. Um, number six snacks versus meals. This was something that really, really held me up for a while. I was 
doing snacks versus meals. That's really been a problem of mine for a while. Working from home, this has been just a general problem of mine is I don't make time to make meals in general and I tend to snack. Um, so one of the things that was a problem of mine was, was um, buying a lot of keto dips at Trader Joe's and having that instead of having meals. And once I switched to that, um, made a huge difference. But a lot of people do, when they make the switch to keto, they realize there's certain foods that they have been denying themselves, like spinach dip or crab dip or artichoke dip, and they, they get excited. And then that's all they eat. And, and, or they hear about like, oh, I can have keto fat bombs. And they make a bunch of keto fat bombs. I did that the first month too. And then that's all they eat. And that can be a very bad slapping approach. Um, number seven, no diversity in your food. Some people, like I said, again, they hear about the kinds of foods that they can eat, again, that they haven't had. And so again, this is something that, that I did. This is a tendency of mine. So they have that food and then they eat it. And then that's all they eat because they haven't eaten it before. Um, this is definitely just a tendency of mine, even outside of keto. I find something I like to eat and I eat it. I'll tell you this right now, when I was getting this Trader Joe's Buffalo chicken dip, I ate it every single day for like five weeks. And that can be a problem. Diversity in your meals is really is really key. Number eight, fake foods. What I'm talking about here are things like keto protein bars, keto protein shakes, you know, relying on just keto this, keto that, keto, keto breakfast meals, frozen foods, you know, there's just no shortage of keto whatever with net carb this, net carb that. Stay away from it and eat real foods. You will have such better success. Number nine, only eating out versus cooking real real meals. And I guess that it's kind of a piggyback on the fake food thing, but a lot of people just live off fast food um, when they go keto. That's a long road to stomach aches and bloating and constipation, which leads to my number 10, which is fiber and water. Um, one of the things you should start doing from day one, which so many people don't even realize they need to do, is really increase their water intake and increase their fiber intake. And if you don't do that, you could really have some issues. But if you start doing that from day one, you're going to have a much more pleasant transition. So in review, let me just go through one through 10, and then I will wrap this up. Number one, net carbs. Get rid of it. Ignore it. Pretend it doesn't exist. Number two, give yourself a longer timeline. Stop ignoring these short timelines for keto. Number three, you've got to count your calories. Number four, you've got to count your macros. Number five, stop following dumb rules about keto. <laughs> you're allowed to have alcohol. You're allowed to have rice. You're allowed to have potatoes. Number six, have meals versus snacks. Number seven, diversify your meals. Number eight, stop eating only fake foods. In, in fact, try to only eat real foods. Number nine, um, eat in more than you eat out. And then number 10, focus on fiber and focus on water. Those are my tips and the top 10 mistakes that people make when they go keto. I would love to hear your feedback on this. And I would love to hear what questions you have about going keto. Remember, this has obviously been something that has been tremendously transformative for me. I have now lost, as I said at the beginning of the show, 27 pounds, 35 inches at age 52. And I say that 
not to impress you, maybe to impress you just a little bit, but more so to impress upon you the idea that this can be something that you can do as well. I would love to help you. So if you would like to start off by dipping your toe in the water with my Keto Quick Start ebook, you will find a link to that in the show notes over at The Kelly O Show. So head on over to thekellyoshow.com. You will find a link to that. And within that Kelly's Quick Start Guide, you will find links to um, some of my favorite products, the supplements that I take every day, and certainly a link where you can inquire if you would like some one-on-one consulting or coaching with me as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I certainly appreciate all of your support for The Kelly O Show and make sure you are subscribed. If you haven't yet written a review for this show, I would love your support and make sure you pass on the good word and recommend the show to all of your friends and thousands of close family members as well. Thanks, you guys. I'll see you again soon.